Our deepest desire is to know that we are worthy, worthy of loving and being loved. This podcast explores how to love, how to love fiercely, and how to be guided by the heart and trust in the most powerful energy in the universe, love. Our task is not to seek for love, but merely to seek and find all the barriers within ourselves that we have built against it. Welcome to What Would Love Do? Thanks for listening. Hello, beautiful soul. Welcome to another episode on What Would Love Do? So wherever you are in the world, I hope you are having a magical day. And if it's one of those days where you're feeling so separate from yourself, where it's tough, it's challenging, it's lonely, you think that you are the only person on this earth who feels this way, I want you to know that you are not alone. And I want you to know that you are loved. I'm not saying this to make you feel better. My intention to start off these, like, you know, the, the, the podcast episodes with this acknowledgement of either celebration or despair is to remind us that we are connected by this thread called being human. So if anything, please, uh, I want you to know that you're not alone. This too shall pass and that you have the courage to rise up and expand through whatever challenge that you are facing. So welcome to another episode. I'm excited to be here. Um, today we are going to talk about the power of questions. So I believe that the quality of your life is truly based on the quality of the questions that you ask yourself, right? And when we're committed to living a life, choosing to live a life from a place of love over choosing to live life from a place of fear, we are interested in bringing to light, right, the subconscious beliefs that are in the way, like that are in the way. So, you know, uh, anyone that's familiar with transformational work or psychology or, you know, the reason why we get a mentor or coach is that we don't know what we don't know. So the purpose of a mentor or coach is to ask us those powerful questions so that, you know, whatever is holding us back gets revealed, right? The power of the questions can allow us to reveal what lives in the shadows, to bring light to unconscious beliefs. And once we do that, we can start paying attention. We can start getting curious on what stops us, what hinders us, and what and then we have the choice to let go of these beliefs, you know, and replace them with new beliefs that empower us. Now, this sounds all so simple and it can be. And of course, there's other beliefs that are inherited like over generations and generations and um, that requires a different healing. So I wanted to share with you something that happened um, earlier this week. I was I was messaging a really close friend of mine on WhatsApp and I really hate discussions on messaging. I, I'm one of those people where if you want to discuss something confrontational or conflict, please pick up the phone, please do it face-to-face. I hate messaging, right? Anyhow, we ended up having a conversation over WhatsApp and we weren't seeing eye to eye on something. Um, and so I, and I noticed this experience within me, in my body, where, you know, the stress levels were rising. I could feel it because my heart was beating, uh, was beating faster. 
Um, I couldn't breathe. I was tense. And it just, you know, I, I, I was reacting, okay? I was reacting to the messages. It was late at night. And, you know, I was really upset. Um, I wanted to blame her. I wanted to judge her. And I felt so righteous in doing so. But look, here's the thing that I know. I know that when I turn to blame and when I turn to judgment, it is a total safety net and it's not taking responsibility of what is going on. So the thing was, you know, my husband uh, was there and I was saying to him, oh, she's saying this and she's saying that. And, you know, I I took a lot of some of the things that she said really personally, even though, even though I'm a huge advocate of nothing is personal. And The Four Agreements is one of my favorite, favorite books. In that moment, I really got caught up with the reactions and I took something she said so personally. And then my husband just looked at me and he just gave me space. You know, he didn't buy into the drama. He just goes, you know, in a few moments, you're going to basically see this from a different perspective. So I'm just going to give you space. And so I started breathing. You know, it was right before bed. I started breathing and I started noticing the experience in my body, how fast my heart beat. Uh, how fast my heartbeat was, how shallow my breathing was, how constricted I felt in my chest. And whenever there's a, like when my chest feels constricted, when my chest feels heavy, I was like, wow, this is a familiar, familiar feeling. Okay. And so emotions and feelings want you to pay attention to them because it's your body's way of communicating something to you. So I started paying attention to my body and I recognized the pattern. And so what I realized in that moment, and I reminded myself, is that when I'm reacting to something, I'm not reacting to reality. What I'm reacting to is the thought and interpretation of what is actually happening. So, you know, I love this quote from Anna Nin where she says, we don't see the world as it is, we see the world as we are. So uh, it's, you know, when we're pushed, when we're, when we're feeling like we're feeling threatened, Your subconscious beliefs are saying, here I am in the shadows, pay attention to me and you will have an opportunity to conquer this. And in that moment when I felt that my heart was heavy and I couldn't breathe, I asked myself this one question, what is it that I'm afraid of? Why is the cortisol so high? What is it that I'm truly afraid of? And because of the experience in my body is so familiar I understood what I was afraid of and the wiring that I've inherited. And this isn't to blame my parents. This is just generational wiring and, you know, some belief that I've inherited is that what what I was truly afraid of was the loss of love. I felt threatened that she would no longer love me. I felt that in her words she was taking away her love. Now, that wasn't the case. She was just merely having a conversation and I just went, I don't know, I went somewhere with it, right? And the wiring of not being lovable, the wiring of unworthiness, you know, that's something that, um, you know, something that's been there for a while. But the difference now in this journey when I'm committed to choosing to live from a place of love over fear is that I can notice that wiring and that wiring no longer hijacks my experience of life. The reaction period that I had is shorter. So what, you know, a lot of, we call that the refractory period of reaction, right? 
So the refractory period of reaction is a lot shorter. You know, it's not going for days and days and days. It's not going for weeks and months or years. You know, so many of us have a strong belief or belief that we uh, that we defend, even if that belief does not empower us. And I'm talking about beliefs like I am unlovable, I'm unworthy, no one's going to love me, or that um, I am broken. You know, these are beliefs, and these beliefs do not empower us. And some of us out there, I used to be this person, so I get it. I get the the healing that is required. I get the transformation energy and effort that is required to dismantle or disrupt these beliefs that we hold as reality. But there comes a moment when, you know, what we are seeking, which is the freedom and liberation, there comes a moment where we no longer buy into defending these beliefs and we are committed to change, we're committed to transformation. So then what happened was when I noticed that I was feeling threatened from a loss of love, you know, my replies were very different. I responded really differently. And in the morning I said to her, I'm so sorry I overreacted. I was overreacting to a certain message. It had nothing to do with you and all to do with my fear. And, you know, and then I and then I felt the connection again. And she says, hey, I'm just having a discussion with you. <laughs> you know, I'm just, we're just talking. But you know, growing up in a family where we haven't been taught how to deal with conflict and resolve conflict um, in a beautiful manner, I'm still learning. And the thing is that we can, you, you know, we're all a work in progress. We're all a work in progress. On this journey, we will make mistakes, but mistakes are an opportunity for us to to find a way, right? Um, when you aren't making mistakes, it means that you're not actually putting yourself out there. You're not taking the risk. Um, so yeah, it felt amazing, you know, the next day and, you know, and I was sharing with John my epiphany. I was sharing with him, wow, like there's, I, I didn't know that the wiring of feeling a loss of love was still there because it's not there in the relationship that I have with John and it's not there. You know, I, I didn't even know that was there. Um, I thought that that was something that I healed. I thought that that was something that I had transformed. And I guess there's always the next level, right? And, you know, these things are opportunities for transformation rather than hindering us, rather than think, saying that, hey, you're still you're going backwards or you haven't changed. And I was reading something today where it said, you know, I want you to think back on your life a year ago, right? You have done better. Acknowledge yourself. You are better than the human being you were a year ago. Even though you might not think that, you know, you, you're making different choices. And as we're growing, as we're embracing this journey of inquiry, we are doing better than we did yesterday because when we know better, we do better. And it may not seem that way. It may seem that we are stagnant. But, you know, when we focus so much on how far we are away from our goal, we lose celebrating what we have achieved. We lose, we miss out on celebrating how far we actually have come. So, um, the, you know, the, the lesson and what I wanted to share on this podcast is really, um, you know, we can make a commitment to ask powerful questions because the quality of our life is based on the quality of our questions. And the, you know, the time to ask a powerful question is when we were reacting, right? 
the time to ask, the time for transformation, the time for healing, the time to be able to shine a light on that subconscious belief that hinders us, that hijacks us, that subconscious belief that um, is there that holds us back from choosing to live a life from love over fear, the time to be able to capture that, understand that and have it reveal itself is when we're reacting, right? And how we can help reveal it or how we can help shine a light, it's based on the questions that we ask ourselves. So whenever I'm feeling threatened or whenever I'm feeling a loss of love, whenever I'm feeling like I'm reacting, here are some of the questions that I ask myself. You know, what point of view am I trying to defend? What is it that I'm afraid of? Um, what is it? What's the worst thing that can happen in this moment right now? And why is it the worst thing? I start getting curious on what is going over on over here within my body, within my feelings, within my thoughts and my emotions. So the other questions that I want to ask you is, you know, right now, if you're challenged by something and you can't seem to find a way, there may be a point of view that you are hanging on to. So I want to ask you, what point of view are you absolutely defending, right? And are you wearing it like a badge of honor? And I'm going to ask you another question. What is it that you actually really want? What is it that you're afraid to ask for? What is it that you're afraid to confront? What is it that, what, tell me something that you don't want me to know about you in this circumstance. What is it that you're hiding and why? What have you made it mean about yourself? Because we free ourselves from the cage of this subconscious belief. We free ourselves from its grip when we start telling the truth to ourselves, when we bring light to the fear, when we meet our fear with curiosity, when we meet our fear with understanding, and most importantly, when we meet our fear with love. Which then leads me, and I want to share this last analogy with you, which really reminds me that, you know, when I watch Avery and he gets really upset, right, like really, really upset, maybe he's reacting to something um, that I've said, uh, you know, that he can't do or that he can't have and he's tantruming, right, like because, you know, he's a, he's a toddler so he's still learning about his emotions and feelings and he doesn't know how to process it. You know, when he is fear-based and he's running on adrenaline and cortisol, when he is in fear, how... I can dismantle that fear or how I can help him through the fear is to meet him with love. So where you experience fear, where you experience, and fear is loneliness, fear is judgment, fear is blame, fear is the experience of despair, fear is apathy, fear is the experience of not being enough, um, being unworthy, being unlovable, that is fear. When you experience these moments of fear, meet it with love, meet it with generosity, meet it with compassion, right? I want you to be able to, I don't know, try this on and imagine yourself as a little child trying to hide the fact that you're so scared, right? Whatever it is that you're scared from, you're not going to meet that scared child with more fear but to comfort that child, to create safety, 
you're going to send it compassion. You're going to send it empathy. You're going to meet the child where it's at with love. And, um, you know, that I guess that links to why I created this podcast because at the end of the day, all of us want to feel seen, heard, and understood. And that is love. And to be able to see another, hear another, and understand another, it starts with giving ourselves the space, the courage, and the generosity to meet our heart, our mind, our body, our spirit, where it is, wherever it is, free from judgment, free from comparison, free from blame, and forgive ourselves where we're, you know, forgive ourselves for the mistakes that we've made, knowing that we did the best we could in that moment in time. Forgive the people that have wronged us for they did the best they could in that moment in time. And now in terms of forgiving other people where they have wronged us, do this when you're ready. Don't do it in order to. You know when you're willing to let go because you may never get that apology that you are seeking and it doesn't mean that you can't forgive them. We forgive to let go of the grip of that pain. We forgive to allow ourselves to free our heart and our mind. We forgive for us, not for the other human being. So, um, yeah, well, thank you for joining me on this episode. I hope that it has been of value to you. Um, So, you know, I just want to recap the message. The quality of your life is based on the quality of your questions. And if you want to know what belief you are stuck with and why you're stuck with it, um, ask yourself powerful questions in the times that you react right? Because that's the prime time to be able to shine the light on your subconscious beliefs. And when you understand what those subconscious beliefs are, please bring love, not fear. Please bring compassion. Please bring generosity and know that we are all a work in progress. And yet at the same time, we are unlimited beings um, with so much possibility that lives within us and that our truer self is you know our truer self shows itself when we choose to live a life from love so thank you for joining me on this episode now lastly before I close up well I finish up um, if you haven't already please join me on Instagram so my Instagram handle is yumi y-u-m-m-i dot nguyen n-g-u-y-e-n and lately I've been going live on Instagram live daily and sharing certain lessons um, and what I'm learning to master living from living from love versus fear. So there's practical tips, practical wisdom, practical insights, um, and also if I want to, I want to know. I'd love to know how you feel about the podcast. So if you're listening via iTunes or wherever it is, please uh, leave a comment. Uh, share with me your insights. Share with me if you're loving it or not give me a rating because, uh, yeah, the feedback is important. Um, I want to know how you feel about it, what I can do to serve you better, what I can do to be able to, I guess, share more effectively and empower you in being able to choose a live, to, to, to choose to live a life from love over fear. So have a wonderful week and I look forward to seeing you to seeing you, to talking to you, (laughs) Um, to connecting with you next Thursday. Sending lots of love. Bye for now.